Welcome to the Goddess Ceremony Podcast, your space to find empowerment and wisdom on your journey. We talk about it all, sacred women's wisdom, empowered entrepreneurship, and everything you never learned about your body in one inspiring space. I'm your host, Cassandra Wilder. Let's dive in. Hi, beautiful friends. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm excited to do something a bit different this week and to share some of the the big vulnerable changes I've had in my life over the last few weeks, but especially some of the big transformations that came from spending almost a week in Sedona a couple weeks ago. I've been feeling into a lot of different things, as I'm sure you are as well, and I'm just going to show up here and not edit this. I'm just going to speak, and whatever comes out (laughs) is going to be what you hear today. So uh, thank you for witnessing me ahead of time as I share some of the, the deep transformations that are going on here behind the scenes. And I think it's it's likely all of us are feeling some level of this. So a couple weeks ago, I had the great blessing to go to Sedona, Arizona for the second time. And this time I got to spend almost five days in the desert. And wow, if you haven't been to Sedona, you definitely need to uh, push it up a few a few sn- slots of your list because it is absolutely magical between the red dirt and the warm sun and the beautiful mountains and the beautiful human beings and just the the divine connections that you make in a place like that, all of it absolutely recharged me. And my favorite part, especially though, was my partner and I and his six-year-old son and our corgi, Oliver, (laughs) who is 11 weeks, we all loaded up in his van and we drove down there. So it was like a nine-hour drive. I was a little nervous how I would go with a six-year-old and a puppy and it just flowed. Uh, I guess when you're meant to do things, sometimes the divine steps in, right, to orchestrate it a little bit more. So my favorite part was when we were down there, we were actually camping on BLM land. So my partner built out this amazing van earlier this summer, and we all slept so comfortably in it. And being away from Wi-Fi and without any cell phone service and sleeping under this black sky with the most beautiful stars, um, was beyond words. And I suppose I realized how disconnected I had felt from that just because I live near a big city. And well, I say big, it's relative, right? It's not big, big, but (laughs) when you go to bed at night, there's lights everywhere and you certainly don't see the night sky. And it just reminded me about the simple act of living and being um, a life that's so much simpler than Instagram and busyness and emails, and it allowed me to get back to the most simple essence of living, which is existing and just observing and feeling grateful for the most mundane, simple little things, right? Like a night sky or this red dirt, uh, this red dirt that would turn my dog from a white and brown dog to a pink and brown dog. So that was fun. He still has a tinge of pink in his coat, and I kind of love it. Uh, So... In my experience and through my own healing journey and through my travels, I find that there are some places in the world that just have a special energy about them. And these places really expedite healing and growth. So one place I think of that I could compare to is Lake Atitlan in Guatemala, where I spent a lot of time and where I went to my very first women's circle. That was a place where I feel like everything transformed from there. So the healing I did over a couple months there was probably what would have taken me a decade 
somewhere else in the world. And maybe you've heard people talk about places that have special energy or are considered like the chakras of the earth. You know, uh, they say uh, Mount Shasta, California, for example, is the root chakra. So I think it's fair to say there's just some places that have extra magic and they may not always be the most welcoming. Sometimes they have kind of a repelling energy because it's like these these vortexes or these frequencies kind of want to, I don't know, repel those that are not ready for the growth just yet. This is just all my opinion, but you can let me know if this resonates on Instagram afterwards. Sedona, though, to me is one of those places. In five days, I feel like I went through months worth of inner healing and processing about so many different things. And the funny thing about growth is typically it can be pretty uncomfortable, right? Growth isn't usually just like sunshine and unicorns. It's usually moments of a lot of contemplation and some hard realizations. Some really uncomfortable messages, frankly, came up for me while I was there about my life and my business. And I'll admit, in full honesty, I was pretty surprised. I guess I shouldn't be that surprised, but it, I guess in a way, I feel like I structure my business and my life really closely with my cycle. And I try to live really intentionally and I try to listen to my intuition and, you know, you can feel like you're doing a lot of things and yet there's a new layer that's waiting for you and you think, oh, here we go again, <laughs> right? So I'll admit that even though I try to be really intentional, a great, uh, I guess, tester for all this was in the week before we left, I had so much on my plate just to be able to take a week off from work. And so by the time we actually got in the van and we started to drive, I was so drained because I had been busy worrying about emails and are my clients going to feel supported even if I'm not promptly responding for the next week? And what about my cat? Who's going to feed my cat? And you know, just <laughs> these funny little things. And so by the time we got to Sedona, I was having to really take deep breaths and trust that, you know, most emails can wait. People on Instagram will be all right if I don't respond to their message immediately. Um, and that this is really why I'm here, right? To rest, to rejuvenate, to be with my family and to just be. That's, that's the thing I want to say here. I just wanted to be. So as I was you know, in Sedona around day three or four, we had spent the last few days hiking around gorgeous places like Cathedral Rock and Devil's Bridge. And we'd been sleeping underneath the stars and eating the most divine food. Shout out to my favorite restaurant in the entire universe, Chocolate Tree in Sedona. I, yeah, I'm obsessed. I love you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, we had laughed so much and, you know, sat around the fire every night. So my, my body just felt so balanced and my energy felt so consistent and I felt radiant being in this mode of a lifestyle. And so you can see why I was surprised when some of these little messages started to show up where there were these sudden nudges from the universe that something needed to change. So when I started to feel this, this big difference in how good I felt there, it allowed me some perspective to see how I operate in my normal mode at home. I don't always feel super balanced at home. I don't always feel like my energy is consistent. And sometimes, frankly, I'm just tired and exhausted. And just like any other human, have days where I just kind of want to not do things. <laughs> and uh, seeing this, this difference just allowed me to see that something's out of balance. Something's not working in my normal life. So in Sedona, I definitely received some clear messages that some things in my life just have to change. And some of those things will reflect in how I show up online. And 
That's why today I just felt like what better way than to proclaim it on a podcast to thousands of people, (laughs) right? That's the most effective way to begin a season of change Um, because there were business changes and there were personal changes. And I think both will allow me to show up here better for all of you in the future and be in even greater integrity and be honest and authentic to that full extent. So if you're still listening, just know that I appreciate you so much and I really feel your love. So I guess I'll start with the, the personal messages that really came through. And I teach this to my clients and I teach it to all of you on Instagram. And I feel like I do it, but the universe said I don't do it enough. So on the personal level, the huge message that came through was you are not nourishing yourself enough. So two times a month massage treatments was the big thing that came through. And maybe you're like me, maybe you just heard that and you thought, oh my gosh, two times a month, that's a lot of money, right? That was exactly my first thought too was... You know, how much is a massage? Like $80. So geez, now I'm spending like $160 a month on just massages. And it was funny. I caught myself in the moment thinking that, thought what a scarce mindset. Like Cassandra, you can find $160 a month to do something that you know replenishes you probably more than anything. So girlfriend, get out of that lack mindset and listen to what your body's trying to tell you. So I said, okay. Uh, So I'll be starting that this month. And while we were there, I got to go to two ecstatic dances. And I haven't been to a a group ecstatic dance really all year because, you know, it's 2020. And it was refreshing to be somewhere where there were uh, big outdoor ecstatic dance events. I say big, but, you know, it's like, I don't know, 40 people maybe is all. And we were all outside in these big, beautiful areas. One was up on this massive rock on the mountain. And um, just that reminder of being in my body and being around human beings and not being in fear and not being isolated oh, was medicine. And the reminder that kirtan and singing and things like that are really what I need more than anything. I also had my aura read while I was there and I'd never done that and my logical mind definitely wanted to uh, analyze it and pick it apart, but I chose to trust it and be intuitive and to really hear what they said in that session. And uh, it was definitely that I need to ground myself more and I need to sing and be part of of music more. So this is how I'm doing that. I found, um, or a friend of mine told me that there's a weekly online kirtan group. So I'll be joining that and singing more and doing my own little ecstatic dances at home because I don't think where I live, there's anything that could even dare to compare to what I experienced in Sedona. So deep nourishment is what really came through for me. And maybe that inspires you to do something a little different for yourself this winter too. And maybe this even encourages you to prioritize and invest in yourself. Um, And the second thing that came through was to really focus on this mindset that less can be more. A lot of us here, I'm sure if you're listening to this, you resonate. We are ambitious women and we have big goals and dreams we want to accomplish. And because of that, we think we have to work and work and work to get there. And so I continue to find myself push against this mindset that I think I've carried my whole life, which is if you want to do more or if you want to be something, you have to put in more effort. You have to do more. And this hyper-masculine way of living is the quick route to burnout. (laughs) Let's just say that. So... It feels really good for me to recognize that mindset 
that I've been operating in largely most of my life and to really continue to refocus in on the idea that the less I do, the more joy I get to experience, the more impact I get to have in the world, the more abundance can come my way. So effort can can now be ease. I can now do what I love and see beautiful things happen. So that feels really, really replenishing. Now on business levels, I had some interesting things come up and some of these things you may have formally taken part in. And so this will change slightly. A lot of you know, I have my, my business as a doctor with my Cassandra Wilder setup with uh, all my clients and my period reboot, my signature course and everything I do there. And I also have Goddess Ceremony that was formerly more of a retreat brand before 2020 <laughs> and where I lead my women's circle creatrix trainings. Well, some things are now shifting. So for the last few years, every month with the new moon and full moon, I would send out a astro report where I would talk about what we're probably all feeling as a collective with the moon phases. And um, in full transparency, that is like the least inspiring parts of my business and something changed. I don't know what exactly changed, but at one point it went from something I looked forward to doing and something I was excited to talk about to something that required me to really force myself to do it. So it no longer feels good. And if it doesn't feel good to me, then I'm sure the magic is being lost in the email by the time I send it. So um, there will no longer be astro reports every new moon and full moon. There's lots of other great people in the world that do that. And I'm going to just hand the reins over to them. Um, the other shift is that while Goddess Ceremony was, was born out of women's circles and then retreats at the last few years, we did 15 to 18 retreats a year. Um, and 2020 really taught me that it feels really good to not live on the road and to not constantly be sleeping in a different bed every night. And so I'm trusting what the universe is doing this year and shifting into more of a women's circle leadership focused brand. So it'll be really exclusively our women's circle creatrix training. And next year I'll be adding a second layer, which will be all about the art of leading retreats. So that is Oliver growling at the rug. Um, <laughs> so I'll be focusing on teaching women what I've learned leading 56 retreats and helping them take their vision out into the world. So sharing the what I've, uh, what I've, I guess, curated in a really empowering way. Um, next, I have begun the process of bringing on help. So that felt like a really good thing. I could feel in my body, everything telling me, Cassandra, you need help. You need someone to support you. You need someone messaging you every day and saying, hey, what can I take off your plate today? Or how can I help you today, Cassandra? Because I often have too much on my plate and a lot of hats that I wear. So I've begun the process of bringing in the perfect uh, assistant to help me really make sure all my clients are supported, emails are all answered promptly, and so that I can genuinely take days off where I don't feel like I need to check my email because what if someone really needs me or something like that? I can have someone that is the, the middle person to ensure that everyone gets to be balanced through the process. And then lastly, and I save this one last because it's kind of the most shocking to me, but uh, a big thing that came through for me was to take a break on the podcast just for about six weeks or so. But um, since I started the podcast in February of 2019, I have not taken a break of any kind. 
And it becomes, or what it comes from is my integrity. I said when I started the podcast that there would be an episode every Monday, no matter what, rain or shine, no matter how sick I am, no matter what country I'm in, there's a podcast always. And because of that integrity, I have white knuckled it. Even weeks where I was really sick and I could barely talk and even times when maybe it wouldn't have been bad integrity for me to actually just honor myself. Do you know what I'm saying? So it feels really good to say that this will be the last podcast, but just until the beginning of 2021, I find too around the holidays and stuff too, we're all busy and we just don't listen to podcasts as much anyway, or I don't know, maybe that's just me, but I'm sure you won't miss it too much. And you know, there's almost a hundred other episodes you can go back and listen to, so you won't be without anything. I'm excited to just have some time to really refocus in on how I want to show up here to really take your feedback and make sure that this podcast is as epic as ever when it comes back in early 2021, sometime in January is what I'm going to say tentatively. And I'm going to soften more into my feminine over these next six to eight weeks and just allow myself to observe and reflect, see what needs to shift and show up even better for all of you. So don't worry, I'll still be on Instagram and I'll still be sending you emails and we can still chat on uh, the Instagram DMs. But for now, there will be a pause on the podcast and I'm going to continue to play with what the the future of goddess ceremony specifically is with these uh, feminine leadership trainings. And while also nourishing myself and continuing to do what I love so incredibly much, and that is to serve my, my clients on the one-on-one level and in period reboot and help people find balance in their cycles. And that's what I'm here to do as well. So I'm here to practice what I preach. <laughs> so there's my little update. And this may inspire you to do the same, to take a real inventory of your life and see what's working, what's not working, maybe the things that you committed to doing that now feel really overbearing or feel really heavy. Maybe it's time to change those commitments and it doesn't mean you have no integrity or anything like that to change. You're allowed to change and there's nothing wrong with that. So thank you for witnessing me today, my friends. I genuinely love and care for all of you so much. And I can't wait to be back next year. (laughs) Now begins the awkward next year jokes uh, in 2021. So I will see you then. Thank you for joining us, beautiful friend. Please share the love with a five-star review, text the episode to a friend, and connect with me on Instagram at Goddess Ceremony. Until next time.